You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched it and watched you work out in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it and I run in that place and take the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show Tide 100.9 on your radio dial, the Martin Houston Show fan page on Facebook. It's a beautiful Friday edition of the Martin Houston Show. May have a little bit, a little bit of flashback Friday on today, giving you an opportunity to maybe go back and touch and hit on a topic that we talked about earlier in the week that maybe we didn't dig deep enough. If you want to do that, you can bring that topic up by calling 205-342-9904. The Taco Casa hotline is open for business. Uh, We're willing and waiting uh, to take your call uh, this morning. Once again, that's the Taco Casa hotline at 205-342-9904. Taco Casa, quality, taste, and value under the biggest cactus in town, 40-plus years of doing it the right way each and every day. And that's Taco Casa. Also, want to remind you that you can get your thoughts, your comments, uh, your suggestions, your flashback topics in by calling, I mean, by posting your comments on the uh, social media platform that you're viewing from, and we'll get that worked in to the conversation as well. Remember that this is a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in the world today. And please continue to pray for the healing of our nation. Uh, We have a great show lined up for you today. We, of course, as I said, Flashback Friday, Free For All Friday as well. Uh, But James and I do have some things we want to get to. We're going to have a little uh, true-false here. Uh, In a moment, I'm going to give a shout-out to all of the Alabama Crimson Tide guys who were honored uh, last night. Uh, And and what what, what a night for Alabama uh, football. So uh, they they brought home quite a few awards as – uh, you had Mac Jones, uh, nation's top quarterback, Davey O'Brien Award. You had Najee Harris, the nation's top running back, uh, Doak Walker uh, Award winner. You had Leatherwood, the Outland uh, Trophy winner for uh, the most outstanding interior lineman. You had uh, Landon Dickerson, 
uh, as a Remington Award winner. And, hey, <laughs> what other way could Landon Dickerson accept his award? Uh, another cool moment uh, just showing the impact this young man had on this football team. And then um, let me catch my breath before I start reading uh, the next uh, person. Okay, we had Mr. Devontae Smith. Of course, we know he won the Heisman. He also took on the Paul Horning Award, uh, given out earlier, most versatile player, Belitnikoff Award, most outstanding wide receiver, and uh, National Award Player of the Year, the Maxwell Award winner, as well as Walter Camp. A couple of those, he, him being the first one to do it, James, as well as Belitnikoff, I mean, not the Belitnikoff, uh, the Paul Horning Award, first Alabama player to get that as well. So, uh, kudos to uh, all of those players. Um, but I think, James, as I bring you in for a little true false, and we'll work those callers in if they uh, into the conversation as well. Uh, but, you know, I think Landon Dickerson said it best. Individual awards are many times a reflection of how good the team is. And um, this, this, that's what I think makes this group uh, special. Uh, the irony of it is if Alabama wins on Monday, James, it'll be the second time Nick Saban has coached an undefeated team, and, I, um, uh, and he'll be sitting at 13-0. and 0. Uh, Do we get the job done? Yeah, I- I think so. I mean, it's. I know we're gonna probably at some point do maybe a prediction here, but uh, so I'll save mine for that if we do it. But um, it's interesting because the first true false question kind of goes into this line, and I'll just throw it to you, uh, Martin. True or false? Uh, Alabama winning these awards in total. Uh, and based on what they've done this season, I guess it would all depend on Monday as well. But based on what they've done this season, if they win the national championship, this will make this the most dominant team in the Nick Saban era. True or false? Well, it, it definitely would be the most complete team. Um, it would be the most uh, dominant from start to finish. Um, it would be the first one in the college football playoff era to to start in the playoff polls at number one and finish number one uh for the entirety of the the rating week uh and it will be the most decorated uh that any team has been um to 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 say dominant uh from an offensive standpoint easily uh but I have to see how this offense plays. I mean, this defense plays on Saturday to say they're the most dominant because there's been a couple times uh, we were pretty dominant against Notre Dame. Uh, and, and people may say, well, Notre Dame wasn't as good as Ohio State. Uh, but uh, part of that was part and partial to the way the offense played and the way the defense played on that particular night. So I want to see a complete game um, before I say they're the most dominant. But I do think – uh, from an offensive standpoint and everything else that they've done, they have a uh, great chance of doing that. All right. Well, that's that's a good answer, I, and I agree with you. That's a, that's a great point. All right. Uh, let's move on to this one. Speaking of awards, uh, last night, uh, obviously Alabama, as you mentioned at the top of the show, won a, a handful of awards. But uh, true or false, and this is kind of a, a loaded question here, <laughs> Martin, so just bear with me, but true or false, 
Uh, Will Reichard not winning the Lou Groza Award is more surprising than Patrick Sertan not winning the Chuck Berenick Award. Um, him not winning any award is the most shocking thing of this whole season, off season. How about that? It is. <laughs> I, I'm 100. percent I think if there was any robbery last night, it was or this season. Will Reichard by far. I mean, how do you go perfect and not get one award? Not, not he. He did not. He has. He has. He has a complete season with like ninety kicks, uh, ninety plus kicks where he's not missed a single. Not he has not missed a sink. Let me say it, zero, nada, nothing, none, and he has not got recognized on. Anything. Do y'all hear that? The guy was not considered good enough to be third team and he's perfect. How do you how do you even fix your mouth as coaches? Because it's all of them, coaches, writers, etc., to not have recognized this guy. Does he have anything or any recognition to commemorate this? Season, and I'm not surprised uh, that Patrick Sertain uh, didn't win the award. Um, not because Patrick isn't good, James. Patrick was so good that no one threw at him. Okay, um, these other DBs ha- had plenty of opportunities to get interceptions, and a lot of times that's all the reporters look at when they're looking at making these awards are the statistics. Well, a great DB has minimal statistics and that's what Patrick Sertain had this year. So not surprised by that. And definitely uh, not more shocking that, um, I mean, it is more shocking that what's the name didn't win it than, than Patrick. So, Hey, let's go ahead. So since uh, Curtis will carry, True false over uh, into the second uh, quarter. Let's go ahead and get Curtis in. Want to honor our callers for their patience in calling in. Uh, let's bring in Curtis Moore, uh, the second year in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, man? Hey, what's going on, uh, Martin Houston and our uh, team? Hey, I yeah. got a quick question. I know we're in the middle of the true and false, but uh, no, that's fine. Has You're any, fine. Has any has anyone heard about the status of LeBron Ray, man? Like, all right. I don't know. It's not like he fell through the cracks there, and uh, you know he he had a promising you know season, you know, uh, and everything. And I, I just, uh, does anyone know any information on him? Or I I, I do not. I've not heard anything. Uh, but oh, okay. I'll say this: that uh, LeBron Ray, um, I don't know if it's even the same injury that we originally thought thought. I know the young man. Yeah. That, you know, remember last year he was out because of the foot and all of that. That was yeah. a th- 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 there were many who thought he would never play again because of that. And I just wonder did he aggravate that? Uh, and we just haven't heard. Yeah, but yeah, so, it's unfortunate. It's also, sorry, they, yeah, sorry, Martin. But, I was just going to tell you, saving the only update I see is that a week ago. 
He said that there was a uh, he's trying to rehab an elbow injury he suffered from practice earlier in the season. Uh, he, and Saban just said there's there's no changes uh, with him at this time, and that was about a week ago, and we haven't heard anything since. Yeah. Okay. So, um, okay. The, the kid, he 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 he's a real talent, but I think he's kind of injury injury prone, not soft. There's two different things. Yeah, and the reason why I ask is because I know he's a, he's a, is he a senior or a junior? I, I lost track. I mean. I, I didn't know. I, I really, I, I really think it's based on. I, I think he's. I think he still has a year. Either way, whether he's a junior or senior, I think he's a, a could be reclassified based on the number of games played and participated in. He could still have two years left, but either way, he has another okay. year to play. Yeah. So. No, that's all I had. That's all I had. Yeah, I just wanted to get a quick call because I I've been looking on the net and everything, and I was like, I haven't heard. And I know, you know, he's a five star coming out, a, a local kid there, you know, in Alabama, and I and I just ain't never heard, you know, I ain't heard much, you know. But yeah, I see. Yeah. I, I heard Jane say about the update about the elbow and everything. So yeah. yeah. So if we hear anything, we'll we'll, we'll report it. Uh, probably be some update on um, on Monday. How about oh, this came to my mind. How about more? Malachi Moore. Um, have not heard anything otherwise other than him being you know ready to play. Okay, because okay. he right, a man. you know he he had the minor injury right before during warmups. Have you heard anything different, James? Uh, not so far. I, I think it's been kind of quiet uh, in that front. I feel like that's just what happens. You know, like they try to try to keep a lot of. I feel like that's just an Alabama thing, maybe because Coach Oates does the same thing with basketball that they just try to keep injuries and things really quiet so that nobody, you know, knows much about it. Unless he won't, let me tell, let me tell you what Nick Saban does, and and we'll go after this. Okay, if I if a guy's gonna play that was injured, we don't see that guy in our five minute viewing period. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I got you. <laughs> if a guy may or may not play like Waddle, we get to see him in the viewing period. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, I got so, you the rule. So Malachi Moore, uh, I, I've told people in the past, man, I, I've been out there as a media guy and as a football player. And there's been a couple times where there was guys that were out there during the media viewing period. And then yeah. as soon as the media left, they go inside and get more treatment. <laughs> and then another guy that would come out after the media left. So, uh, yeah. but you know that, that, that's part of it. I, I, I tell people whether Waddle plays in this game or not, Curtis, he has right. helped this team. He, he his yeah. goal yeah. in coming back is to help this team, and he's done that because. Ohio State right now is having to practice on two path, two paths. They have to have a practice uh, game plan that is prepared if Waddle plays. Then they have to yeah. have one if Waddle doesn't play. How they're going to cover and, and and do because it's two totally different uh, approaches. And so, regardless, Waddle has helped his team. And, and and he will be dressed out whether he plays or not on uh on on Monday, I believe. 
Definitely. And you heard about the news yesterday regarding the, the defensive line, too. That don't help Ohio State's case either, man. Like, I mean, there's, there's trouble. <laughs> yeah, you got to be I'm, perfect. I'm, I'm okay with ball. Ohio State having trouble. There's going to be some trouble, so, hey. We'll All see. right. Thanks, man. Appreciate right. you. Take care, man. Coming back, yep. coming back on the other side, <clears throat> we'll continue with True False. Uh, if you want to get in on that conversation, you can still call the Taco Casa hotline at 205-342-9904. The Taco Casa hotline is open for business. Coming up in the second quarter, we'll have some more true false right here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, a good Friday morning to you. Traffic is light. Now, we are watching some rain as it drifts into Tuscaloosa County. So just be careful this morning. If you see conditions, of course, give us a call. Start your new year in a brand new ride from your hometown Nissan dealer, Townsend Nissan of Tuscaloosa, where you'll save thousands. I'm Captain Ray. Mostly cloudy and cold today. We could see some scattered drizzle this morning. The high today, 47. For tonight, clearing with the low at 28. Tomorrow and Sunday, the sky partially sunny both days. The high tomorrow, 47. Sunday's high at 50. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. To the Martin Houston show on Tide 100.9. It's time for us to continue a little more true false. But before we do that, I want to get a comment that came in um, while we were talking about the Will Reichert snub. <laughs> uh, Virgil Williams uh, saying, Richard, <laughs> this is um, unfortunate, uh, but Richard never had that defining um, moment uh, that that many times is required um, to win it in that position. He was just a steady, solid kicker, uh, and those that make the, the big kicks uh, but miss the chip shots win many times. And unfortunately, um, that is – uh, a, a true statement, unfortunately, many uh, times. No, I don't think that's a true statement, Martin. What's that? I, I don't think Reichert had one of the biggest kicks in the SEC what? this year. Now, I, I was speaking more of, uh, but but because it was early, it was a halftime, you're talking about the Georgia kick? I am. That was a huge momentum swing. It, it, it was, but because we ended up blowing out the game, people forget about it. As Alabama I mean, fans, we saw that as what? A huge, absolutely game-changing moment because we came out from that point on and dominated the game. 
Most people don't see that, right? What do they see? Oh, Will Riker kicked a, a field goal in a 20-point win by Alabama. That makes sense. Like, yeah. Versus, versus if he makes that kick at the end of the game and that's what was needed to win. I, I mean, I, look, I'm, I'm just going to say this. I personally, I think that, first of all, that kick was huge. And, and, yeah, it's a little bit easier. These awards, unfortunately, a lot of times are based on what have you done for me lately. And, and that's right. that that's an unfortunate thing for especially for a guy like Will Riker. Um but watch what watch what happens Monday. Watch what happens Monday because I will I will I would be elated uh watching this game if this game comes down to Will Riker and he didn't win any award. I I would love that. I I personally wouldn't but you know <laughs> I, I mean, want to beat a, yeah, Ohio I mean, State so bad right. that people turn the TV off That's and not what I meant. Well, I mean, from a standpoint of just <laughs> it would be the ultimate, like, slap in the face to everybody who didn't pull for this kid who's been perfect yeah. all year. For him to get yes. an opportunity to win this game Monday, yeah, it would it would be like nerve wracking for everybody, <laughs> uh, and we want to all want to beat Ohio State, but I, I just. Watch it come down. It's going to be that kind of game. I really believe it's going to be that kind of game. We're not going to see a blowout like we saw with Clemson last week, and we're not going to see a blowout like Alabama's done most of the year, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I hope you're wrong, but um, unfortunately, I, I don't think you, you may be. So, uh, but, but, yeah, you and I understand that Will, that kick in Georgia was huge. But, like I said, I, I think when we think of huge kicks, most people get, get credit for a huge kick that only happens in the second half. Um, you know, uh, Curtis Moore said that that was a perfect for crying out loud. Uh, it could be a little Bama fatigue as well. Uh, they could, you know, they couldn't deny all the other awards that they did give out. You know, You know what I mean? Like, if they had given – somebody one of those awards over the guys who got the awards has been you'd have more of an outcry so that's just snub the kicker uh, but I, I think will reichert uh his perfection has actually hurt him um in in the sense that he he's just done his job all year and the rest of the national media that's part of the problem as well uh james is these awards are voted on by people who don't really see the plays uh they, they there's a lot to watch and a lot to do and the kicker is probably the last guy you look at. So, all right, let's get to Pat real quick, and then we'll we'll wrap up with a couple of true false. Pat, you went to Martin Houston show. What's on your mind, man? Pat, you there. Pat, you there. All right, all right. Uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, have a couple more true false, and then we'll go back. All right, uh, true or false? And I, I feel like I kind of already know the answer to this, but true or false? Uh, Devontae Smith sweeping the major awards this season makes him the greatest wide receiver in college football history. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's a loaded, loaded question this morning. 
on oh, Friday. Man, we, we, we just got off the debate whether he was the the best in, in Alabama. Well, but uh, then he won year. all then he won you know, he won the awards last night and I mean who else were you gonna put in than than Devontae who just won the Heisman? I mean, for him to go in and win the Heisman and now win, you know, the awards he won last night, I mean I I don't know how you don't have that conversation. Oh, I, I think you definitely have the conversation. And, and you know, James, as I, I tend to do, I always tell people you have to understand criteria for best. What What's people's criteria for best? You know, it's sort of like when you're hiring an employee for a job. Uh, the best employee may not be uh, the most productive. The best employee may not be uh the the most talented uh the the best employee may be one person may judge the best employee by the person that you know shows up does what they're hired to do and you don't even have to worry about it and you almost forget that they're there others is the one that's always up front leading and coming up with new ideas well in the same way with that that thought process it can be the same way with the wide receiver but there's one thing you can't argue is I don't believe that there's ever been a more decorated wide receiver uh, in Alabama history or nationally. I don't know that uh, he won the highest award in the country. Then he took the best wide receiver in the country, and then he took the player of the year award, uh, two of those on a national stage. He took the AP national, I mean, uh, player of the year. And was he the SEC player of the year? I believe he was. I yeah, want to say yes. I, but see, think about that. He got so many awards that I'm not even sure if he got his own conference award because it would be it would be like the lowest ranked of all the awards. So he's clearly the most decorated. So I'm going to say true uh, based on the criteria uh, that um, when you look in the records, record books, um, it's not just that, that he got the awards uh the, the guy led the nation uh, in receiving yards, touchdown receptions, and yards after catch. Um, he averaged, after only being asked to do punt return after injuries and other, a uh, slate Bolden doesn't go down. We don't even get to see this. Uh, he averaged 24.3 yards per kick. He, he scored touchdowns running, receiving. Uh, uh, only thing he hadn't done is thrown one uh, and, and returning. So he scored touchdowns on three different ways. Uh, single best season in Alabama history. Um, I mean, and he did all of this while uh, he had a teammate that won the player of the year as a quarterback and a teammate that r- r- did it um, as a running back. So he didn't do this in a bubble where he was the only weapon. So to me, that makes it even more impressive, uh, James. So I'm going to say true. Yeah, and and he was the uh, SEC Offensive Player of the Year. Interestingly enough, the Defensive Player of the Year was Patrick Sertain. So yeah, interesting. So he got his award last night. Yeah, he he got his award. So it it's all good. All right, uh, I want to go back to something that that I want to go back to the Heisman Trophy just for a second. Um, I was going to bring this up on Deal or No Deal, but we had some time issues. Uh, so I'll make this a true or false question. True or false, Mac Jones was robbed by finishing third in the Heisman. Um, I think he was robbed not as a result of how people felt about him, uh, James. 
but robbed as a result of the system and the way the system does points. And the reason I, I, I said that before, but I think last night confirmed that. Would you agree? Last night he was voted uh, the Davey O'Brien uh, most outstanding quarterback. You know, um, he got the award over the two quarterbacks that were in that, which shows you how the voters felt about him as a whole. But with the point system of the Heisman, there were people, I believe the ACC, AP guys as a whole, what did they they do? Uh, uh, you had more of them give, um, what's his name, um, first place votes, which kind of ramped up the point total, but what's-his-name was voted the second-best player in the country by more right than than uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, but he was just second to the wide receiver on his team. And then last night, I think it was confirmed that many voters felt like he was the best quarterback, had the best season uh, of any quarterback, and, and, and so I would say true, he was robbed. Sorry, I was answering a phone call. We have a phone call. Actually, we have a phone call from an Alabama alum uh, who who apparently lives in Michigan now, and okay. uh, and and he's uh, he's just calling to say hello this morning. So that's what that's what the pause was about. Uh, that's that's okay. I I totally understand. Uh, is he wanting to go on air? or is He just wanting to say hello. No, he's he's ready. Yeah, if we want to bring ready. him on, let, let, let's go ahead and go to break. We'll come back on the other side, and we'll bring him in uh, to the conversation. Uh, glad to hear uh, that uh, up there in Michigan, they're, they're tuned in. And, and you may be calling in from anywhere this morning, uh, and we'll work you into the conversation right here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a minor wreck, 69 northbound before Skyland, so please use caution. Light rain around the area, also slow down and be careful. If you see conditions, of course, give us a call. You can start the new year right in a brand new ride from your hometown Nissan dealer. Towns of Nissan of Tuscaloosa, where you'll save thousands. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership 
and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com, that's peptalks35.com, or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Well, look, I think everybody respects the disruptions that we've, you know, had to endure, you know, throughout this season. And, you know, we have total respect for the safety of players. And um, if there were, and I think there were, you know, some issues relative to COVID and there were discussions as to whether it was, you know, fair to continue or to move the game back and all that. I think, you know, there's James is not there would have been game. some probably, I don't know, difficult um, management uh, issues if we would have moved the game back. You know, our school starting uh, this next week, we would have had 35,000 students coming back here. Uh, you know, we played 12 games this year, so – you know, we have a lot of guys that, you know, have ground through the season, a lot of guys that are nicked up a little bit. Uh, another week of practice would have been much more difficult for those guys probably. Um, you know, the January 18th is a day people got to decide whether they're going to go out for the draft or not. So just the whole timing of the whole thing would have been a tough management. Uh, but I would have put, you know, player safety uh, on either team as, you know, the most important uh, factor in this decision. All right. Welcome back into the Martin Houston show on Todd 100.9. Um, I apologize to my guys over on the social media side. Let me tell you what we had going on there. Uh, we had coach Nick Saban uh, talking about um, the wear and tear that uh, uh, additional practices would have been on his football team after having played a full season. Did you like the shade he threw a little bit uh, uh, in the Nick Saban style, James, where he kind of insinuated that there there is a difference in having played 12 games instead of uh, just seven? Well, I mean, there is. I mean, he's absolutely right. I mean, it's we talked about that earlier in the week, you know, how how much different it is playing – six or seven games as opposed to playing 12 games. I mean, it's it's two two very, very completely different things. Plus, you're talking about, as he mentioned in the clip, he mentioned practice uh, another week. Students come back here to Tuscaloosa next week, so that makes things more complicated with class. I mean, it, it's it, there's so much that goes into this that people just don't understand, and that's why people, I think, are so frustrated about this Ohio State issue because they're not having to deal with this sort of same thing to 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 some degree, a- absolutely. Nick Saban throwing shade in typical Nick Saban fashion, uh, without a doubt. 
uh, <clears throat> making a, a distinct difference in what he's had to go through with his team to get here uh, and to push it back w- would potentially jeopardize that uh, bubble that he has, that personal bubble we've continually heard him uh, talking about. Let's go ahead and get to Hal. Hal uh, from Michigan is calling. You're in with the Martin Houston Show. How you doing, sir? Good morning, Martin. Uh, Good morning. Calling from uh, the frozen north. I'm, I'm, as you said, I'm an Alabama alum. Uh, I'm basically on an island out here. This, uh, this is Big Ten <laughs> country, but uh, uh, I proudly display my Crimson Tide uh, flag out in front of my house and uh, <laughs> stickers on my vehicle and everything else. I'm, I'm all fired up for for Monday night. I'm hoping uh, we could uh, lay the wood to them. Hey Hal, let me ask you a question. Will, will, do, will you have all your stuff like laid out? Everybody will know that that there's an Alabama fan in your house on Monday. Oh, absolutely. I so, I live you, with uh, a Michigan family. Uh, my wife's two daughters went to Michigan, and their son went to Michigan State. Um, so uh, there is a <clears throat> divided. Uh, situation at my house but uh that's okay i'll be by myself watching the game monday night my my wife works second shift so it won't it'll be a totally empty house me screaming at the television <laughs> do do us a favor okay yes sir. Uh, i yes. want you to take a picture and james you might want to do this as a whole like like just as a as a competition it's, let's start inviting all of the Bama fans all over the country to show us their game day uh, uh, get up, whether they're local to Tuscaloosa or not. But, but Hal, since you're up in Michigan, um, I, I really, if you'll take a picture and and send that to uh, at Tide109 on Twitter uh, and at MartinHouston35 on Twitter, man, that would be awesome uh, to, to see. Like, like we we're used to seeing this, right? Where where we we just drive and we we just assume that everybody does that, but that'd be great. What I know you call for something else, but uh, what, what oh, else you got oh, on no. your mind, man? Really, I just wanted to say hello. I'm really enjoying your show. I uh, just tuned in a couple of weeks ago and have been listening in uh, uh, religiously. And I wanted to to tell everybody that. Uh, uh, there are fans all over the world uh, that are rooting for this team, and uh, we support them completely. And uh, I just want to say a big roll tide from Michigan. That is hey, roll tide from Michigan, and CJ Watson um, said roll tide how. So so keep repping up in. Uh, as you call it, the frozen tundra up in Michigan. And if you get a chance, man, shoot us shoot us a picture of your game day uh, get up. I, I, we we we'd love to see that. And, and well, thanks for no calling. Problem. Call back anytime. No problem. I I uh, just wanted to reiterate that I've got a uh, Alabama jersey. My last <laughs> name is Jones. And guess what number do I have? Ten. Ten. So, uh, <laughs> now now the question is. Are you about six four? About a buck twenty? No, he's actually bigger than that. <laughs> well, I'm I'm about I'm five eleven, about okay. thirty. But uh, never was a quarterback <laughs> kind of person. But uh, that's uh, awesome. 
Well, or my well, game. Let us see you, Hal. We we love to. Uh, we'll be cheering uh, the tide on with you uh, on, on on Monday, and uh, we'll know we got some coming down from from the north, and we'll be sending it up from the south, and hopefully it'll all get down to Miami and help those guys uh, come back with the 18th national championship. Roll tide, Hal. Roll tide, Martin. Bye bye. All right, James. To me, that that's 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 one of the greatest reasons to do what we do, man. Is for all of because as, as Alabama people that that live here, we sometimes take it for granted how much access we get to what's happening on the capstone. Uh, but for the fans like that to be able to to now be in Michigan and, and be connected as if they're right here in Tuscaloosa uh, is is huge. It really is. I mean, it's it's always impressive to me when we do these shows and when we hear where people are calling from, uh, how far the Alabama Crimson Tide family reaches. Uh, yeah. and, and I think that that's uh, unbelievable. And to be honest, Hal, you're making a better decision anyway. I mean, who would want to be a <laughs> who'd want to be a Michigan fan with that dumpster fire they got going on up there? Woo! That's another story for the offseason. The most take. overrated. He potentially is the most overrated coach that's ever coached in college football. I true. I'm gonna go. If we're doing true or false on that, 100 <laughs> percent true right now. Yeah, right now. I mean, he was a good college coach at Stanford and good college coach at. I mean, good pro coach at the 49ers, but he is garbage right now. Let's get in Robert from Mobile. Robert, you in with the Martin Houston show? What's on your mind, man? Yeah, that always leads to my, uh, what I always say about the internet. It's 90% junk and useless, and, but it's 10% good stuff. And that 10% yeah. good stuff, like <laughs> me being able to listen to you guys all the way here in Mobile. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> makes, almost, almost makes up for the 90% junk. That's what that the internet is. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, Robert, you don't have a Twitter because then it goes up to like 95%. <laughs> You know, I don't have a Twitter, and you're absolutely right. <laughs> I don't think, uh, I don't think Twitter, you know, Twitter is zero percent good stuff, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you, you guys mentioned all of Devontae Smith's accomplishments. You know, is he the best, greatest uh, wide receiver in the history of college football or Alabama? What was the debate? Repeat that now. What was the? It was the, was it the history of college football? Devontae Smith is the greatest, or just an, uh, for Alabama? What, what was which was what was the debate on that? He, he James asked a question uh, after what he did last night. Could could you make an argument for him being the greatest of all time? Okay, college football. Okay, hey, yes. all of his accomplishments you named, you didn't name uh, second and twenty six. Which again, <laughs> that shows you how much he's transcended second and twenty six. You know, of all his, his accomplishments in college football. For mo- a lot of kids, second and one and six would have been enough, and that's all he needed to do. He doesn't want us be- to mention it, though. Like, if you ask him about it, he gets really uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, we get uncomfortable about everything. <laughs> hey, let me tell you what he told Ryan Fowler, Robert. And Ryan, if you listen to Ryan's show, you probably heard him say this. He said, I want I wanted to make sure that I was remembered for more than. Think about that for a second with what you just said. Here's a guy who, who who arguably, if you were to say, what's the greatest plays in Alabama football? What's the greatest single play in Alabama football history? You're gonna you're gonna have goal line stand, right? 
Van Tiffany's kick. <laughs> You're going to have Tiffany's kick against Auburn. You may or may not put, based on the way the rest of the game turned out, the George Teague play when he ran Lamar Thomas down. Because if he doesn't do that, that becomes a closer game, right. and it may change the outcome. But you may or may not put that in there. And then you put in second and 26. And and, and here's a guy saying, I want to be remembered more than for more than potentially – being on the receiving end of the greatest play in, in, in my school's history. That ain't, that's not enough for me. I want to be remembered for more than that. Well, congratulations, young man. Job accomplished. <laughs> yeah. You know how tough it would be like Van Tiff has never been, you know, a, a cheap greatness, greater greatness. than you know, that's what that uh, kick against uh, Auburn or yeah. uh, TJ Yeldon, the, the, the screen pass. But this guy has exceeded second and twenty six. This is a national championship, dude. You won second and twenty six. How could you possibly have exceeded that? And you managed to do it. How many walk off plays have you seen in college football history? Just I mean, like receiving touchdowns like that in an overtime game. Not not a last second game. Not this wasn't a hail 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 mary where. Everybody was about this was a in the flow of a play, the guy catches the ball and just runs off the field. I, really? I don't know if I've seen that. I've never in college football or in Houston in the NFL. I don't think I've ever seen that. It, for, especially for a championship, for a championship, for certain. Correct. I've never. Correct. Yeah, it's like, wow, dude, it's, 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 that's stunning what you're what you've done. It's but and see, when he's so humble, it's just. But like you guys said, okay, there's one game left to play. You know how much of a sour taste we have in all of our mouths? All these accomplishments, all these first-round draft picks, all these awards, and we lose to Ohio State in the national championship. It, it will be, yeah, they did this, 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 but there will be a big, big, fat but there forever if we don't win the national championship. This, like, And you don't want that big, fat but there for for the for the existence of this team. <laughs> well, think about this, Curtis. To your point, what's the greatest defense in Alabama history? We don't we don't we don't make the argument for this team now. It would have been if we had beat Clemson. It would have been that 2016 right. Jalen freshman right. year. If if we win that game, that would have been the argument. It, that would have been the first team you would have thought of. But because they didn't win it, we don't even mention that team anymore. And so if Alabama doesn't win this, even though it's the greatest offensive statistical year ever, people are going to – it's just going to be like, yeah, but they didn't finish. Yeah, that will be the big butt. And and so, guys, please, please – like you said, Martin, it's Ohio State, so we don't want to lose it. But to them, for that reason alone, we don't want – we can't ruin the season and have that big – but there forever, we got to finish this out, and I believe we, I believe we will. So, great going, guys. Oh, like you said, uh, uh, and how close we came to not having this season in the first place is we almost missed this season because of yeah. some members of the media, which shall remain nameless. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. Man, I appreciate All right, you. All right, that's Robert calling in from Mobile. Also, hey, we had a shout-out on uh, Facebook. Uh, P. 
Peter uh, uh, Beans, Road Tide from Jacksonville, Florida. I listen every day on the Tide 109 app. Uh, great show. Please publish the location to post game day pictures on Monday. Hey, you can post it at Tide uh, 109. Um, am, am I am I getting that right, James? The, the Twitter feed, Tide 109, or at Martin Houston 35. Uh, you can you can get that. Uh, the post those. I mean, I think that's a cool idea. Uh, we'll we'll see if more more people get on board with it, and I'll maybe even encourage the other guys. Chuck, hold on to the other side. Uh, if you want to get in, we just got one more segment left. Uh, it's going to be a quick two minute warning right here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan, Travis Center, no active wrecks, light rain, so be careful this morning. Congestion on Skyland northbound at McFarland and on McFarland between US 43 and 69. If you see other conditions, of course, give us a call. Start the new year right at a brand new ride from Towns of Nissan. They're your hometown dealer where you'll save thousands. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning with congressional Democrats again calling for President Trump to be impeached. The man who has less than two weeks in office addressed the nation last night in the wake of the shameful intrusion into the U.S. Capitol. He's asking for peace and reconciliation. Meanwhile, a Capitol police officer injured in the rioting has now died. 17-year-old Tobias Alexander Clark has been charged with attempted murder after discharging a gun in a parking lot at the Ramada Inn on Sunday. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. It all, it all comes, down comes down to this. Bama defeats Notre Dame to earn a trip to Miami and a chance to play for national championship number Join us Monday as the Crimson Tide battle the Ohio State Buckeyes for the national championship. Our coverage begins at 4 on your home for Bama football. Alabama football on 95.3 The Bear and Tide 100.9 is presented by Benton Nissan of Bessemer. Right down the road or one click away. And by Dex Imaging, Pearl River Resort and Golden Moon Casino, Spa Bella V, The Paint Shop and Townsend Honda. The Tide rolls on Tide 100.9 and 95.3 The Bear. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. The Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Uh, hey, that that was the correct um, Twitter account. It's at Tide 109 
or at Martin Houston three five. If you send it to me, I'll make sure I forward it on on on. If you're on Twitter, uh, you can go out to those two uh, and just uh, reply back to to the post. Uh, and that'll be a lot of fun. It'll be some interesting things there. Chuck, let's quickly get Chuck in, and then I got one closing thought. Go ahead, Chuck. You're in with the Martin Houston show. What's on your mind? Oh, good morning, brother Houston. Uh, Michigan, tell us that you had a guy from Michigan that called uh, to my house. That's quite a household. Uh, one thing about it, forgive the uh, Michigan State person, because uh, the thing about Coach Saban, that's where he uh, was an assistant and head coach. Uh, he was assistant under, uh, under George Perlis, and, and then he became head coach. Uh, there's a connection there. And uh, also, while uh, you're having fun, they shouldn't see what happened in the college football awards, all those guys from Alabama winning. That, that says a lot about the program. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm not just talking about the Louisiana guy, Devontae Sid, but uh, I'm so proud of Alex Netherwood. I met the young man, I uh, met him in Jerez Parks when I came over for the Alabama-Mississippi State game in 2018. Met him in the grocery store, and uh, I recognized Netherwood right away. I didn't know who Parks was, and now I know who he is. And, uh, and I had a nice chat with those guys. They were, they were quite uh, quite nice, and, uh, and, and uh, I, I'm just proud of uh, where, where Leatherwood is now, and I uh, wish him the best uh, in the future, I imagine yeah, well, I will be seeing him on Sundays and in, in the NFL and, and on other days that the NFL plays. Absolutely. Congratulations. Thanks, Chuck, for that call. Uh, yeah, absolutely to all of those young men. And as you said, also, uh, Nick Saban, of course, uh, via LSU, we got him out from Michigan via LSU in Miami. Uh, but we, we're glad that Coach came here 14 years ago and a uh, coach James, if they said wouldn't be here very long, now has the second longest tenure in the history of the Alabama football program. Fourteen years and counting. Uh, don't know how long he'll go, but I don't think he'll go anywhere else but uh, to the Crimson Tide to retirement if he retires. L- listen uh, to this uh, real quick, Martin. Nick Saban's 2017 recruiting class alone included Heisman winner, runner-up, best running back, offensive tackle, best wide receiver twice, best quarterback, and best college football player times two. Hey, hey, listen to this. This is what's scary, though. If we don't win Monday, Patrick Sertain, who's the only third-year guy I know that may leave for sure, will become the first recruited Nick Saban player to not win a national title. Wow. That's right. Wow. That's right. That's mind blowing. (laughs) It has to be a third year guy because all the other guys were freshmen four years ago when we won it. Um, So and he's I know he's leaving uh, after this season. So that's crazy. Hey, before I get out of here, I do want to give it, and we'll talk about that on Monday. Uh, but hey, a shout out to the basketball program. Uh, we didn't get to get to it, uh, but they, they got a big game tomorrow. Uh, James, will they take care of the Auburn Tigers? I think they will. Auburn looked terrible uh, in their last game. They did not look good at all. So I think Alabama should cruise uh, pretty easily if they can stop the three. But uh, yeah, I got Alabama winning this game. I got Alabama winning because they've learned how to play basketball. They will take what you give them, they'll drive, they'll shoot the three, and they play defense, and they're hustle. Uh, All of those things you want on a team uh, if you're going to be the man. So uh, Curtis Moore reminded me I could put Waddle in that category, uh, too, as a guy that would potentially be leaving 
as well. Crazy to think every player that's ever been recruited by Nick Saban to this point has won the national title. Well, we'll be talking about that on Monday. Will that streak continue? The Alabama Crimson Tide has to win for that to be the case. Will they get it done? Well, we'll talk to you and let you know how we feel about it on Monday. For the Martin Houston Show, that's James Ludeman. Thank you for all the callers, viewers, and guests. We appreciate you. Roll Tide. And remember this, trust in the Lord always. Lean not in your own understanding. And all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Roll Tide.